These podcasts come from our live trainings streamed on YouTube and in our private Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash more salon clients. Come and join the conversation there. And without further delay, here we go. Today is all about kind of building a five-star reputation and becoming a local celebrity. So you guys, imagine this, like how much easier do you think that your life would be if you were like a local celebrity? So if a lot of people knew you, if you were like the first person that kind of popped into people's head as like for beauty services, um, if you had a ton of five-star reviews and if you were consistently getting in new client requests, like doesn't that just sound like a dream? I feel like that is a lot of our goals when we're here and we're building. So right off the top, I would love to kind of have you guys get interacting with a poll. So my poll of the day is which of these is challenging you the most, okay? So is it A, getting my clients to leave me a review, B, growing a following of local people, or C, knowing how to get local press. So go ahead and pick which one is kind of the biggest struggle for you. So we have A, getting my clients to leave me a review, B, growing a following of local people, and then C, knowing how to get local press. So towards the end, I'm gonna kind of take a look at where you guys are at and then speak directly to that so that you feel like you're walking away with something like really tangible that you can start working on today. So. Building a reputation, I mean, it's something that we've all heard, but it's like kind of this intangible part of our business that when done right, like you're okay, you're in a pretty good place. But you guys, if this isn't, if this is done wrong or even just like so-so, you can quickly lose business and become really invisible. So it's kind of a tricky thing because again, you kind of need it to be okay, but if it isn't right, you are really shooting yourself in the foot and that is super stressful because this is where your competitors can kind of start taking over. Um, you can start just losing out if people are comparing multiple options and I really want you to be the best option here. So let's kind of start out with some common mistakes and to me, the biggest mistake is that we kind of think that building a reputation is really all about getting reviews. So, you know, reviews are really important. It's obviously social proof. It shows people that like, you know what you're talking about and all of that, but that's really only one piece because, you know, a few years ago, if you had amazing reviews, you really stood out. But now with all of the different platforms for reviews, with how technologically advanced our businesses have grown, reviews are kind of a given now, okay? So reviews are kind of a given, they're kind of a normal thing. It's almost like we expect to see good reviews when we go online for different companies. Like this is kind of just our normal business as usual. So good reviews don't necessarily distinguish you in the marketplace anymore like they did a few years ago. So do you need them? Uh, yeah, like you definitely need them. Obviously, obviously, if that is like where you are um, and everyone else has good reviews, then you definitely need them. But that is not enough. 
to have a good reputation. Hazel eyed hair couldn't agree more regarding reviews, right? They're normal. We see that everywhere. So what can you do beyond reviews? Okay, so what can we do beyond reviews to make sure that we're building a super strong reputation? So the first thing that I want you guys to think about is standing out from your competition. And I know you guys have heard this before. It probably sounds a little bit general, a little bit vague. <laughs> what does that mean? But I'll tell you what it doesn't mean, okay? So typically it's like, if you can't really explain how you're different from your competitors, I can promise you guys that your clients can't explain it either, right? Like it kind of starts with us. So we have to have a clear vision about what makes us different, why somebody should be choosing us so that we can correctly relay that. We can correctly, you know, help people understand what that is. And then that starts to kind of become our reputation that starts to become what we're known for. So oftentimes what I see stylists in salons and spas saying are, you know, good reviews, good quality, friendly, and a clean space. So those are kind of like the most common things I hear. And again, those are great qualities, but that isn't different. That doesn't make you different. So every single person believes that they are good quality, friendly, and clean, and like doing a great job. So where do you stand out beyond those traits? Is it lines you partner with? Are you sustainable, holistic? Um, are you caring about like the environment? Are you more into like bold, funky things? Like, do you love working with like badass, bold women? Um, do you have like a really hilarious time when people are <laughs> with you? Like, is that what sets you apart? So it could also be a specialty. Like you really have to get clear on this as like your very first step. If you aren't able to define what makes you different, what sets you apart, your clients won't know either. And I'm telling you, when you can know what sets you apart, when your clients know, it's really easy for them to explain it to their friends and family. It's really easy for them to get excited when you're raising your prices because it's like, no, like this person really is the best. This is my person, here's why. And it kind of makes it amazing. Okay, so that's kind of the first part. So the first of three parts. So we're going to find out how you stand out from your competition. Oh, I see Sunny's here. Hey, Sunny. Okay, so the second piece is a referral program. And again, this is something we hear a lot. It's a little bit vague. We don't really know. Like we know what it is, but like we don't really know. So I wanna challenge you guys. So when is the last time you kind of dusted off your referral program or shared it with your clients? You know, how, like when's the last time you really thought like, is my current referral program working for me? Honestly, like word of mouth has always been a super powerful form of growing your business. And even though we're so tech, technology driven now, it is still super important. So often what I'm hearing with referral programs from my students is that it's essentially like, well, yeah, I have a referral program. 
I've announced it. I kind of, I talk to a lot of my new guests about it. And then beyond that, like everybody just kind of knows. Hi, Tony. Welcome. Glad that you're here. So what can we do with our referral program? So the first thing that we want to think about is how, like what's really in it for our guests? Like we want to make this really, really exciting and enticing. We want to make it such a, a no brainer for your clients to refer you. They already love you. They're already loyal to you. So they want to refer you. They want to help you grow. And it's just a matter of giving them all the right reasons and then reminding them consistently. So you need to look at your referral program. And then the last piece, tip number three for building a five-star reputation, becoming a local celebrity, is about local press. So I'm gonna be kind of honest with you guys. If you don't know me yet, then maybe you don't know I'm like a bold truth teller, but it's all in love. And I have this like sweet voice, so it doesn't feel as harsh, I feel like. But anyway, so with local press, I'm going to be honest. So I see so many of you trying to get reshared and featured by the major hair brands out in the industry, okay? I see you guys doing this. You're doing the tags, you're doing the hashtags, you're interacting with them, you're commenting on every one of their photos. And while that's fun, and if you're an educator, I could see the benefit of that. Here's the thing, you guys, that will not make you any money. That will not make you money. Like it might sound cool in a byline on your bio, like featured in, you know, something, but that is not going to make you money. So what I want you to really be thinking about is that energy that you're pouring into these major brands, you know, um, all the major brands, I want you to really look for local brands. So other local businesses, other local news outlets, local podcasts. I want you to look at, you know, just anything like that. What are the events like little magazines or like here in Tampa, Florida, we have some fun free newspapers that feature a lot of different things and people are always reading them. So how can you look at these local outlets and approach them with the same energy? So tagging, hashtagging, commenting, getting in their DMs, seeing what you can do to build those relationships. And then one step further, I would absolutely check them out and see when their features are, how they accept people to feature, um, when they have their local business contests. Like we, ju we are just now doing best of the Bay here in Tampa where small businesses get featured and everybody has to vote. It's like a really fun thing that happens here in Tampa. I am confident you have something similar around you. And since Sunny's here, I'll use her as an example. I mean, Sunny has worked really hard in all of these areas and with local press, I mean, at this point in her business, and she's only had a salon studio, I believe this is your second year, Sunny, in November, um, you are a local celebrity. She gets recognized when she's out, people DM her, like it's very fun and there's a lot of momentum there. And the benefit of this, like we talked about from the very beginning, is that it makes it so much easier to raise your prices to have that dream schedule 
and all of that. Like it makes it so exciting for people to want to be in your world because your perceived value goes like way up here from being here. So those are the three ways that you can build a five star reputation here. Okay, so let me catch up on some of the comments. Do you recommend adding local business names in your hashtags? Yeah, why not? Why not try it? Um, you can also do geotag, Sunny. So like if you did um, a local restaurant, you know, whatever, something like that. So I would go ahead and try it, especially if when you visit that hashtag, you see that there's some pretty good engagement. I mean, think about, for example, like, um, I don't know why I always see this, but it's like Tampa Burger, okay, for Tampa. Um, people, when they type in, okay, I want the best Tampa Burger, the best Tampa pizza, if they're scrolling in that hashtag, like looking around, because that's how I look for food especially. So like if I'm doing that and then I see some freaking gorgeous lashes or a beautiful balayage, I'm gonna, that's gonna catch my eye, okay? So it's like sexy burgers and then amazing hair and you're standing out. So definitely consider it and just see, track kind of your insights, see what you think and if that's working for you. But I would say go in that direction over, like I know Sunny, you use um, bioelements. So over like hashtag bioelements, you could do hashtag, you know, Minneapolis, foodie or something like that and just see how that works for you. Okay, let me take a look. You have a lot of tattoos on my mind. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. All right, so at the top, I asked you guys to kind of vote in a poll and I see some bees that came in. So just to remind you of our poll, it was which of these is challenging you the most. So it was A, getting clients to leave your review, B, growing a following of local people, or C, knowing how to get local press. So I'm seeing more Bs than anything else. So that's all about growing a following of local people. So again, I think that this is huge. So just like we kind of touched on, you know, getting local press, getting local visibility, becoming a local celebrity. I think that this is really important. If we are focusing on following national, uh, tagging national brands, doing all of that, I think whatever you're doing there, if you can hyper-focus it local, you're going to find a lot more local people. So think about how you interact on Instagram on a daily basis, okay? so. Whose accounts are you seeing? How do you interact with those accounts? What's going on with that? And then see how you can start shifting that behavior to a more local thing because we are naturally going to attract what we're putting our energy into. So if you want more local people, I would interact with way more local people. So I teach my clients like exactly what that looks like and how to do that on a daily basis, but that should at least kind of get you started. So I will see you all next week. If you have some ideas about this, some thoughts, maybe even some questions, go ahead and reach out to me so you can DM me on Facebook or send me a DM to my Instagram profile. I would love to talk to you guys about this more and I can't wait to see you guys shining and getting more visibility in your city.
So have a great day.